Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's show is another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I love to answer your questions. And if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Now, today's show is more than just an AMA show. It's also a story on the power of social media in connecting our world. Today's question comes from Sadia in New York City. Sadia reached out to me on LinkedIn. He's a longtime listener of the show. And in the course of messaging back and forth on LinkedIn, we discovered that both our families have the same roots dating back to a small island in the Mediterranean called Rhodes. Rhodes today is a Greek island. and From 1910 until the Second World War, the island was under Italian occupation. And prior to 1910, the island was part of Turkey, as it's only 13 miles off the Turkish coast. This island is rich with history. There's an ancient walled city that dates back to the time of the Moors. The Knights Hospitaller made Rhodes their home from 1310 until 1522, and the Knights then left Rhodes and reestablished themselves in Malta in 1530. My father's family settled in Rhodes from Spain in the early 1500s. It's somewhere along this path that Sadia's family and my family intersect. Now, we haven't fully compared family trees, but his great-great-grandmother has the same family name as mine. It was great to connect with someone who's likely a cousin. We already established that we know some of the same cousins half a world away. So here is Sadia's question. He asks, I'm looking to conduct my first commercial deal. What's the most important thing to look for in that first project? Well, Sadia, this is a great question. When it comes to having a successful project, there's three main factors to consider. Number one, the submarket. Number two, the people involved. And number three, the deal specifics. You're based in Brooklyn, New York, and the New York area is highly transient. It's such an expensive market, and people tend not to stay for long unless they really have to. It takes a strong, consistent income stream to justify the cost of living in New York. I know of so many people that lived in New York for just a few years. Now, real estate is hyper-local. I would recommend that you choose a location that's experiencing population growth and job growth behind it. I would stay away from areas that are losing population. I like cities like Philadelphia, which is not far from where you're located. I would stay away from the expensive bedroom communities north of New York City and in Connecticut. The taxes are too high despite the fact that many people from New York City have moved to those communities this year during the pandemic. I don't believe the growth in those communities will be sustained because it wasn't there prior to the pandemic. I would choose a community that had strong growth prior to the pandemic and then that growth continued or accelerated during the pandemic. Number two, I'm fond of saying that a good deal badly managed is no deal. So the key here is to make sure you recruit the best quality people into your team. There's a shocking number of poor quality people in the industry and a few outright crooks. The wrong people will screw up your deal, so you've got to make sure you've got the right people. And number three, the deal itself. This is where you started your question. This is where most rookie investors start as well. They make it all about the deal. It's really first and foremost about the other two, but the deal is important as well. So let's be clear. On your first few deals, you're going to make some mistakes. It's super important that those first few deals have next to no downside risk and lots of upside. You'll need that extra safety to act as a cushion against the inevitable mistakes that will happen. So you're looking for a deal that is off market. In today's environment, 
we have a lot of money chasing deals. It's still an auction environment. You don't want to be bidding against other, more experienced investors who might be willing to pay way more. You almost always end up paying too much in that environment. You want to find those special cases where there's a problem to be solved. It might be an estate sale where the property is physically distressed or financially distressed in a good area with strong fundamentals. It might involve rescuing a property that's in pre-foreclosure. You'd have the opportunity to be solving a problem for a family that's in a tough spot. The moratorium on evictions and foreclosures is masking the depth of distress that's buried just beneath the surface. These business and real estate failures will create a repricing of assets in the near future. I can't tell you exactly when that's going to happen. could even be in the next 90 days if government continues to gridlock on any decision-making. It might be longer, maybe six to nine months away, but the tidal wave of distress is coming. It might involve a property that must be sold because of a divorce or a discord between family members. That represents an opportunity to step in and save a family member from financial ruin. A friend of mine calls that doing good and doing well at the same time. I want to thank you, Sadia, for a great question and look forward to comparing family trees with you in the near future. And for the rest of you at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.